no judgments. <laughs> no judgments. I was actually I sent a picture Accolades. of my uh, I sent a picture of myself to my friend the other day, and she was like, "Man, things were different four years ago or five years ago." And I was like, "Yeah, because I was really skanky and <laughs> <laughs> not like we the can edit this out if you want. The committed, quiet lady. I, I am know. Now. I think I have a a bit in my notes for karaoke hookups. I think that's <gasps> certainly a big part of my experience. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to Karaoke Theory. As you may have guessed from that introduction, we have a rather salacious episode this week. We're chatting with Ali Lopez and Sarah Bowes about karaoke romance and karaoke hookups. So stay tuned. Okay, I feel like we've talked a lot about like the worst karaoke. What's some of the best karaoke performances you've seen, Sarah? Um, the best one I've ever seen, hands down, and I always go to this, is um, when I was working at 138. Uh, Gangnam Style had just come out. And I was working this night in on the Lower East Side where it was really hit or miss. But this was a night that, like, those boat people had come out and it was actually sort of bumping. And uh, this blonde, like, corn-fed girl comes up to the booth and she goes, Hey, do you guys have Gangnam Style? And we were like, let us check. <laughs> so we look it up and we're like, yeah, we have it. She's like, all right, I'm not going to do it now. I'll do it. I'll do it a bit. And, like, Maurice and I look at each other and we're like, this is going to be terrible. Terrible. Like, there's no way this is going to be good. So she does a couple songs, and she's fine. And she's finally like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sign up for Gangnam Style. And it comes up, and we're like, all right, it's going to happen. We're going to do this. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this This girl, like, butchering this song. And she kills it. She kills it. She has. She speaks flawless Korean. She, there's one kid there, one Korean kid in the room, uh, who's the only Korean kid anyone who he's hanging out with knows. So they throw a pair of sunglasses on him and start making him dance around the room because he knows the dance because he's the only Korean person. So he starts doing the Gangnam Style dance and then like a bunch of Asian tourists come in off the street and they're all dancing. And for four minutes, it's just a music video in this room. And it's crazy and no one knows what's going on. And there's this blonde girl in like overalls singing in perfect Korean. She ends and people are cheering and screaming and like all the people who came off the street just disappeared again and we we're all left being like, did that actually happen? Like, did we imagine that? Are we all on drugs? Mm-hmm. We got to talking to her and it turned out she was a Korean minor in college and wow. she studied abroad in Korea and happened to speak flawless Korean and really likes fucking with people at karaoke by doing that song. That was, oh my god, I'm so impressed. Can you imagine her traveling around to different karaoke spots being like, I'm from Nebraska. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> y'all got Gangnam Style. Y'all got Gangnam Style. Genius. Oh, I wish I had that Korean some, like, secret like, skill. It was pretty. It was pretty amazing. My favorite performances at karaoke were usually like the group sing-alongs or something or like some big thing like that because I mean we just we see so many performances all the time I think every now and then somebody would surprise me and I'd be like hot damn yeah. that was fun or the first time or... I saw that guy do Frank Ocean because mm-hmm. that was the very first time I ever saw him um, and he was doing thinking about you and he did the rap perfectly but then he could also sing really well that was that's up there it's top five that one was good, but the thing about him is he he was very um he was a very attractive dude and he was very confident. Um so it was never like when he was really good I wasn't shocked. Like I always liked the performances like the Gangnam Style Girl where I was shocked by something. Like Right. We had um there's one guy he used to come in. I actually just saw him. Um 
has a relatively severe stutter in his normal life. Oh. Um, and he would get up on stage and he'd always sign up for like Johnny Cash or something. And it was like a very quiet performance, but he sang it perfectly and never stuttered, never at all. Wow. And like was super meek about it and then would just leave. And he was always awesome. And it was something about it. It was almost like the King's speech. I never knew he had a stutter. Super severe stutter. Yep. <gasps> and there's another girl who would always do, she would do Juicy. Super severe stutter in normal life. And not once during Juicy. Rap the whole thing super fast. Oh, that's so cool. Yep. That's especially like I can and imagine the surprise element the longer you ran karaoke, mm-hmm. you know, it became like increasingly important because yeah, you probably saw almost everything. Yeah. And we also I mean, one guy came in like tiny little gay guy who was like, I mean, just like sort of weird and awkward. And he asked to do Adele uh, rolling in the deep. And he was like, I'll give you money. I just I, I need to sing the song. I need to sing the song. He's kind of like twitchy and nervous. Mm. And uh, he, like, threw us ten bucks, and we are like, all right, man, you, you can go up, like, fine. And I was expecting it to be terrible, and he blew it out of the park. And I was like, okay, wasn't expecting that. And those are all those, always the fun ones where I'm like, I totally did not expect that to go in that direction. What would you say, I'm interviewing for a Please. <laughs> what would you say is your number one most heard karaoke song for women? Uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. And for men? Uh, for men, men is sort of across the board because they go sort of... Right, and like girls sing men's songs all the time Girls too, sing men's like songs all the time. Men-led vocals, I would say. I don't I don't have a go-to for that. I really don't. Like women, it's it's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Like pretty... You wouldn't say like Black Velvet? <laughs> no. Not, I mean, not at my nights. Because um, right, this is an American Idol. Right. Yeah, men's songs, I don't know. I don't know what the... The most popular for that one. Do you have, like, uh, oh, my God, I so wish you were, like, keeping a journal of your time at karaoke and you could write a book about this. But, like, do you have, like, a, like, if somebody sings a song. Huh? This is the start of that book. Yeah. If somebody sings a song, you're like, I fucking know you, bro. (laughs) I know who you are, what you do, who you fuck, what you eat. Like, I know all about you. I don't know. I mean, that, that depends. The type of girl who signs up for Total Eclipse of the Heart and I are never going to be friends. (laughs) I can tell you that. I always think a girl that sings Fiona Apple Criminal is like the perfect, like, slutty indie girl. Yeah. (laughs) You sing this song. I've never sang that song. You've never sang Criminal? No, I always sing Fast As You Can. Oh, that's true. I love Fast As You Can. Yeah. Uh, I've sung Criminal. I like the gender swap songs. Like, there's a Eli who used to do a comedy show right before karaoke, likes to do I Kissed a Girl, and it's hilarious because he's like a six-foot-tall dude with a really deep voice, and it's really funny. I love those kinds of ironies. I like the the gender swap songs. Like, when guys doing girls, because I do mostly guy songs because I sound like a guy. Uh, One of my favorite, like, karaoke phenomena is the... um... I think what you were hinting at this with the, the, the guy who really wanted to sing Rolling in the Deep is mm-hmm. like there was a specific like emotional reason he needed to sing that. Mm-hmm. The, the one I always see is uh, You Oughta Know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've seen a number of girls have like breakdowns oh. on stage during that song. Um, but I'm a huge believer. My friend um, Nithya and I, who was another karaoke host, used to talk about karaoke therapy. Uh, which I is a thing I totally believe in. Like there was a time, karaoke therapy. No, I mean therapy by karaoke yeah. and uh, using it as a vehicle for like. I mean, it's the equivalent of screaming into your pillow, but getting feedback for it. You know what I mean? So there was a time when I would sing um, the Killers. I can't even think of the song. I was really mad at my boyfriend, and like I would sing this song for weeks. We'd like just broken up the first time. 
And it got to a point where one of my one of my DJs was like, you need to stop singing that song. <laughs> you sing it every night. You're working four nights a week. You need to stop. It's <laughs> fair. fair. Um, but yeah, I used to be able to tell uh, my friend Paul if he'd had a bad day, depending on what song he sang. Oh, Paul. And without fail, he would sign up for a song and I'd be like, dude, you okay? And he was like, I had the worst day at work. And I was like, I could tell because this is the song you chose to sing. Um, and it helps. I really do believe that it helps. I totally believe in karaoke therapy. song Allie? I I had a cathartic moment. You did and I'm trying to think what it was because I can picture it. I can picture you doing it. I don't remember what the fuck it was. No, neither. It wasn't angry. No, it was just I mean. I think it was blamey is what I would say. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you did motherfucker. Yeah, I think it was a you know what you did song. I I can't even remember what it was. But I did. I walked into karaoke that day and I walked in early which Mm -hmm. I very rarely did. I walked in early as they were setting up, and I was like, fuming. I was just so mad. And I sat with the book while they were setting up around me. So helpful, I am. Um, sat with the book and was like, I need to sing this song. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what I was feeling, who it was. I don't know what was happening, but it's, there is a truth to that. There's a truth to, like, that's part of why we go. Mm-hmm is to be understood in some way. songs at karaoke not yet they're not available I yet was gonna bring that i was gonna bring up the musical theater thing that unless you are in a space that really welcomes it it's usually not the best choice that's what we were talking about earlier. yeah yeah there's been a few nights at pine box where there's been like a musical theatery crowd where it's like yeah which works and it, that's what it is and someone puts it in and someone else is like i also do musical theater i will totally do this yeah and like, everyone's whatever. doing defying gravity exactly. <laughs> i think i legit did defy you did yes one i did time, glory i think that same night <laughs> Yeah, that was the night I did Glory from Rent, probably, because I was like, I'm never going to sing this anywhere else. Like, it's That's never going to happen. 
yeah, we had a girl who would come in every week and she would sign up for Mr. Cellophane from Chicago. Oh, I remember that girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that girl. Um, referring to the one I dated? Yes. No, so the girl who signed up for, uh, for Mr. Cellophane every week came in one time and I have a picture of it somewhere. She was so blackout drunk that she handed us a piece of paper with just scribbles on it. <laughs> Literally, it said name, artist, song, and she wrote scribble, scribble, scribble. And I looked at her, I was like, is it, is it Mr. Cellophane? She went, mm-hmm. Was it her best performance? Well, that was the thing. We kept bumping it down, hoping she would leave. Because she was just standing in the middle of the room, like, unable to stand. And, like, listing and almost falling. And we were like, all right, we'll just bump her down three more songs. She'll leave. There's no way she's going to stay. And then she was the last person in the room. Oh. Dead drunk. And we were like, fine. And she mumbled into the mic for, like, two minutes and, like, put the mic down and walked away. This is someone that your co-host dated. <laughs> <laughs> Which so I we, forgot about. But I do like that everyone has nicknames. And she is Mrs. Cellophane <laughs> <laughs> No, my, my favorite karaoke hookup story is there used to be a guy who came in call, uh, who called himself Expo and because he worked Expo in a restaurant. That was his job. Um, so Expo would sign up, and um, he was always really pointy. He's got really big eyes. And he's, uh, he was just awkward, and he would sing metal songs. He has a great voice, uh, but he was a little weird. He was a little bit weird. And one time, I remember I saw him on the street, and I was like, hey, Expo. And he goes, my name is an Expo. And I was like, You've never told me your real name. You sign up for karaoke as Expo. How am I supposed to know that you're not actually Expo? So a couple weeks go by. He's coming every week. Uh, and this girl Shelby's coming every week. And they're... She's perfectly nice, but I don't know her very well. And they ended up starting to talk one night. And started to talk more. And started to talk a little bit more. And suddenly Expo became Tom. And he would sign up with his real name. And they both got a little bit less weird as they got together. And that was five years ago. And they're getting married in two months. Oh, my God. And they met at Pine Box Karaoke. That's like a perfect story. Shout out Tom and Shelby. Shout out Tom and Shelby. We love you. They're the best. I think, and I don't know, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I think hooking up a karaoke works better for men than it does for women. I mean, I got laid plenty, but yeah. it never ended well. <laughs> I got cookies out of it once. There's though. very few. I think it even compared to in, like compared to New York and London, like in London, there, it's it's not really a straight man's game. Like you're very rare to get a straight man doing karaoke unless they're drunk out of their minds mm. and then they're no use to you. That's also true. Also true. I mean, I found Pine Box in particular was such a sausage fest that like if you wanted to get laid at Pine yeah. Box, you were gonna get laid at Pine Box. It yeah. was not. It was so not. What you're be saying an issue. is it was. It was. No, you got laid plenty. Sorry, mom. Not that obvious. It was Brooklyn. Oh, 
Karaoke Theory is edited and produced by Anna Keeley and Justin Falcone with editing assistance from Eleanor Gray. On today's episode, you heard performances by Anna singing Alanis Morissette's You Wanna Know. A, Justin, but neither me nor Justin Bieber singing Mr. Bieber's Love Yourself. Griffin McMahon singing Hollow Notes' Maneater. If you enjoy Karaoke Theory, you can help out by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Karaoke Theory or visit karaokeTheory.com. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week.